0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Binkerton's Finest. I'm joined today with my co-host, Harper. Greetings. And our co-host, Nico. Greetings. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, today, we're going to start off with the new segment. We're going to try to be a bit more concise with it. Uh, I guess I'll lead off today. Um, and I wanted to talk about... Recently, I've gotten back into Pokemon go, and I don't know if you guys have played Pokemon go in a while <laughs> not not uh, since the last election I don't think i
1: never never did
0: wow well they're they've changed a lot since I' played in like twenty sixteen or whenever it released um and then I played a little bit like maybe a month or two in twenty twenty and even since then they've changed a bunch of stuff. But um I found out I'm like two or three Pokemon away from finishing the first Pokedex. Hmm? So the the first generation Pokedex. Oh, they like today. the original, yeah. Um, I don't have like that many, but I have the Pokemon I need to evolve to get every single Pokemon, you know? So all all I have to do is like, um, just set them as like my companion or whatever. And you walk around and you get like candies and they let you evolve and stuff. Yeah. You just kind of grind uh, the levels now. Yeah, exactly. But I logged in and I downloaded it again, like a couple weeks ago, but I just never started playing it. I like turned it on and like looked at it. I think it was when I was giving some plasma, I was donating some plasma and I was looking at it, but I couldn't really focus on it. But I I had set so that my health tracker app thing would count my steps in the game, and uh, when I opened it this morning, apparently since like two or three weeks ago, I've walked like 54 kilometers. Uh, because when you when you log in and you have and uh, like you don't have the app running, it will. And I'm sorry, when you don't have the app running and then you start it. It'll tell you how far you've walked since you last played. So it's not running. Yeah, even though it's not running, because it uses your health app on your iPhone or on your Android, whatever it is, to count your steps. And then it keeps track of those steps so that you can hatch eggs and stuff. And then your uh, companion Pokemon also, after a certain amount of steps, um collects candies and stuff which you can use to evolve or power up so yeah that's just something I've been doing uh that I'm walking I think it's just at I'm work, at work? Man. Okay. I'm like it's a. yeah man when I I mean That makes sense work, work. I, but I'm still like not well I guess I'm even though I'm only in one spot, really, I'm still moving, like, a lot during the day. But it's just odd to me, because I used to walk, like, genuinely, almost, uh, god, what was it? I want to say, like, five miles a day at a, when I was serving. Yeah,
1: serving jobs,
0: dude, especially full, and
1: you're fucking all day long on your feet, and... Yeah, it-
0: it could be hatching Pokemon that entire time you're right man so um and that's when I used to do it that uh when I used to play and serve like you know that that worked really well because I would just get like a 10 kilometer egg or whatever there there's different sizes and whatever and they give you better Pokemon but I'd like get like a 10 kilometer egg and then it would be hatched by the end of the day and I'm like hell yeah Made some money, and I got a Pokemon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's better than what the old roommates used to do, and they used to turn on, like, the, the walking counter type thing. I think they rigged it somehow that they would be driving, and it would count the miles they were driving as distance walked. I don't know if they patched that out or something, but uh, they were playing and driving, and, like, I wouldn't count these people as the safest on the road, but it is <laughs> what it is.
1: Um there was something about like if you go over a certain speed limit then
2: Right, Spotify yeah. can do that too now. I hate that shit. It's it fucking annoying. I hate
1: that dude.
2: Can I turn are that off are you in the car? Are you driving? You yes, wanna go bitch.
1: car mode? <laughs> no, I don't wanna fucking nah! oh, <laughs> Optimus Prime, shut the hell up.
0: I think uh... I think you could turn that off, but you have to turn off other apps. Cause it, Not give it permission anymore. Yeah, that and then, like, your... I think your phone, like, all phones have, like, ac- accelerometers or whatever they're called. So it can tell, like, how fast it's moving. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I used to do, like... I've heard all kinds of stories for people, like, cheesing the system. Like, people would, like, you know... Put the put their phone on their Roomba or something, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's accumulating steps.
1: Uh, to the dog scholar.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we know a guy, Nico. Actually, I think you've actually met him a few times too, Harper. I'm not gonna say his name, but um, he was very into Pokemon. Yeah, Go. he's like
1: top top tier player. Ooh. Top players in the in the re- elite 4 type ooh yes uh two phones dude he does like a two no
2: that's too much <laughs> like, dude and he
0: has that like he has that like pokeball thing you can get the step counter phone.
2: no <laughs> yeah
0: he has that. but it also he just has to push a button and it like auto does the catch thing or whatever <laughs> Jeez, louise man it, it, so he's, he's just got driving setup, around yeah. and then just doing that all day and apparently like i don't know if he still does but he like ran a group on facebook and they're like there was a pretty good following yeah, and like they would like meet up people. all over the place Fifty
1: thousand? some thousand i think a couple thousand people
0: oh oh wow dude but, but yeah, yeah, that's been he's a pro. that's been what I've been up to. Yeah, he's he is a pro. I'm sure if there's a way to make money on that game, he's probably done it. I think he has before.
2: Can you like sell Pokemon Go accounts or something, or phones with the app installed? I
1: isn't there like rare Pokemon's or something that you can? Poke oh with? yeah,
0: yeah, because you can trade. Um, there's like exclusive there's ones, like, in there, right? Yeah, so you can get shiny Pokemon, which are just like the same Pokemon, but usually reskinned or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the and... whole thing
2: is that they're a different color and that they have an effect when they come out. That's like a. It was just literally something as a status symbol in Pokemon. But then, you know, people figure out how to ROM hack games and stuff, and they can just fork over shinies as much as they can create them.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so you can get like shinies, you can get like three star Pokemons, which are just like higher rated or whatever. Um, You can get rare Pokemon, like certain, you can still get like all the legendaries if I remember right. And you have to go to certain locations in the world to get them. And so I think there's some restriction on the trading system if I remember right, but I haven't done it in a while. But theoretically, you could go get those and then find somebody to sell that to, like, be like, I don't know, give me a hundred bucks and I'll trade you this Pokemon. Yeah. I think there's even like a market for that on Sword and Shield or whatever the newest is, because you could... Well, no, actually, there is no, I don't think there would be a market because they found a way where you can get any Pokemon, like, there's, like, a website you can go to.
2: Like a barcode scanner type deal?
0: Yeah, something like that, and then, like, you scan it, and then, like, you get a trade, and this bot, like, trades you a legendary, like, a level 100 legendary, and it's, like, random what you get. Jesus got to ruin
2: everything for everybody, bro
0: it's
2: true man (laughs) you know that's funny Um, that you mentioned that because there's an economy like that based in animal crossing like even animal crossing isn't free from this disease there's a a whole marketplace based on exchanging like nook travel tickets or something like just some miscellaneous in-game currency item that you trade for like the appearance of villagers or like I don't know exactly how it works cuz my my girlfriend's the one that plays Animal Crossing and yeah. uh that's <laughs> just usually the case and um she's uh really taken with particular villagers. There's this one, it's a fucking cat with like uh heterochromia or whatever, that condition is that makes your eyes two different colors. It's like the one of the most popular animals. It goes for like thousands of those fucking tickets. Well,
1: just I'm um at least tens of dollars
2: oh goodness at me at least <laughs> i'm
1: just joking it's probably true it's probably more than that honestly because people pay money for stuff like that i mean think about games that have a whole economy for skins like that like Fortnite or counter-strike i mean counter-strike has a literal economy for skins like an auctioning yep. system it's the only game yep. that's ever done that
0: yeah, you can go and um, on Counter-Strike. I'm sure you guys know, but when there's tournaments, you can go on websites and you can bet your skins. And then, like, you'll win a better skin if your bet wins. Um, that kind of thing. I think they kind of cracked down on that, but it, I've still seen advertisements for them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and and here's the other thing is, like, Even on like CS:GO, you get things like uh, boxes. Yeah. And certain boxes, certain boxes can go for a lot of money depending on what items they have in them. And the boxes, when you like mouse over them, will tell you what is in them. That's not what you're gonna get. Possible,
1: you know.
2: Yeah, it could come out of that box. Oh, it's the old TF two approach where they would like tell you the items that are possibly obtained right. through this crate. Exactly, and they can either exactly. come out or, like a regular weapon or a strange or whatever.
0: Exactly, it's the exact same thing. Oh, TF two was the best weapons. Even, oh yeah. Oh dude, in the hats. Oh my Ooh. god, I and mean, we don't have to start about the hats. My I mean,
2: favorite hat-based simulator.
0: I'll never forget our one of our big tall friends. I also won't drop his name, but um. he got a really rare hat when we were in high school and he sold it for like 300 or 400 dollars or something like that and that like back then just blew my mind that concept of dude just randomly got that and then he made a bunch of money (laughs) it's
2: kind of mundane now
0: yeah really I mean the same thing goes even for physical like card games and stuff like certain magic cards (laughs) not even talking about the black lotus but I'm I just mean like certain planeswalkers or legendary or mythic rares I mean yeah um will go for a lot of money
2: you know what's so funny about that as I pulled out something called a masterwork in one of the hour of devastation packs I got from a booster box it's like the one time I was super into magic I, I got a booster box of hour of devastation because i really wanted the legendary creature god cards because they're like egyptian gods (laughs) i wanted the scarab god and like the scorpion god and the locust god because i thought they were fucking cool and they are they are fucking cool right they fucking pulled out a something called a masterwork and it was like uh an old ass card it's a blue spell has a a very special full art and i i was just like what the fuck is this dude i'm never gonna get the locust god you know <laughs> and I, like, took it to the game shop and i was just like look dude i'm trying to get into standard and i need four uh i don't even remember it's like a one black cost removal card at the time he's just like yeah well that's gonna be 23 dollars i was like what if i trade in this fucking masterwork he's just like you want to trade in the masterwork i was like yeah what's it worth he's like uh 30 bucks so I traded it in and I looked it up the other day. It's like we're multiple hundreds, and I'm just like, yep. Oh man. man, he goodwilled you. He goodwill. I-, I got those people a few times on Warhammer figures. I don't feel too bad about it, okay. but <laughs> they didn't know shit about Warhammer, so I cleaned them out.
0: I thought they used to give you deals or something. Because <laughs> you guys went there no. a lot. No, those people um, were the most
2: anti customer, like in person game shops I've ever Like, if you weren't a Magic the Gathering player, they almost treated you with contempt.
0: Oh, I remember now we went in there a few times and they would always like look at us with such like disgusting. Yeah, because you're like, get out of here. You
2: were looking we're up cards on the Magic. phone and like, yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to like look for cards that were on the internet in builds that were popular. And I was just like, Yeah, people coming to do this all the time. And they're like, No, most people have a brain. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, necessary. I came back in the other time and that guy's eating chips off a plate and I was just like Hey, is that how you eat all your food? Like a fucking bird, idiot? You know, <laughs> he's just yeah, like, yeah, it is. <laughs> he just like took it because he knew it was fucking weird. Fork too. I swear he was little plastic fork to pick up like Lay's potato chips.
0: Is that he doesn't want the Lay's fingers? You know. Fuck yeah, you! Yeah, because he's what, he's got those rare cards, dude.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's got to deal with all those rare cards. He can't be picking them up with lazy fingers. Well known about the salt
1: contamination, cross
2: cross contamination. Yeah. There's no sink in authority. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you could censor that out later. There's no sink in the game shop, so they had to uh, improvise. No wipeys. The place smelled like ass.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh... I remember we went we like took a little trip and went to a, like a completely different store um wow no we went to the games workshop store first and then we stopped at like a another place that our roommate knew another game shop the games university like,
2: that place was sick
0: yeah, dude, because I remember going in there and I was like, wow, I actually kind of feel welcome here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah. It's amazing what a little friendly staff can do for a game store. It's like, I get it, we're all antisocial and we don't want to be here and like, we're, we're just here for the things we like, but just having a clerk up front that's like, hey, how's it going, instead of like mean mugging you the entire time.
0: Doesn't even greet you when you
2: enter the door. Yeah, if you say I mean, hi first, yeah. they might give you a hey. It's like, I get you're miserable, okay? I, you have what is considered to be a dream dub, making like $20 an hour at a magic shop. I really don't need you to look down on me, okay?
0: Yeah, that sounds actually not too bad. Just get paid to play magic when it's not too busy. I literally
2: whatever do. you're into. Drama in there is probably oh, just... Yeah. The, what I could tell you firsthand that the the wife must not have been very happy with the turnout... The wife of the owner because she was constantly very up in your face talking about promotions that the store was doing and like she would like call over her husband for like some some coarse words and in, in a hushed tone whenever he was playing magic while we were like looking through the warhammer figures i'm not gonna sit here and lie i'm a, i'm a better person for not having gone through with it but i wanted to steal from that game show <laughs>
1: Out of principle.
0: (laughs) Out of principle. Yeah, it's the right
2: thing. (laughs) Yeah, it was the right thing to do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alas. Well, before we move on to uh, whoever wants to be up next, I just want to say one thing just to get this off my chest. If you play Magic the Gathering online... Oh, I knew this was coming. It's full. If you play Magic the Gathering Arena and your deck is full of nothing but mythic legendaries or mythic rares, whatever the fuck they call them, just know that everybody who plays you knows that you spent hundreds of dollars on digital cards (laughs) instead of getting what is genuinely an investment, which is the physical cards. You lost before you even hit play.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Anyways. So true. Oh, and 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 by the way, I shit on those decks all day long with free cards. We- They're not your legendaries, your overcomplicated mythic rares, they don't make you good. It's just too much shit to track. I just hit it. With a fucking death touch, and it's gone. Done. Yeah, done. They're gonna be
2: pissed when those servers go (laughs) offline, I tell you what.
0: Yeah, they are. They're gonna be like, I spent hundreds to thousands of dollars on this.
2: Dear Wizards of the Coast, I am very (laughs) upset at your decision to close down MTG Arena. I thought that my value to you as a customer would vastly outweigh the server maintenance costs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, now that that's out of there, um...
1: Which one of you Dude, would like to go? I think we should talk about NASA because NASA's up to some weird stuff right now, kind of kind in- of okay. interesting oh. stuff, but um I just don't know, like getting bored or something, like like uh, <laughs> for in- for instance, like uh, I was reading an article today about the they translated the first James Webb telescope images into soothing music, which. which I didn't know NASA had a team for.
2: Hopefully they don't. I mean th- this could have been some renegade on staff. Go on though.
1: It says they, they they teamed up with musicians to turn deep space imagery and data into music through sonification.
2: Which, Is that a real process?
1: It's a sim it's yeah it says uh it's called sonification. It's captured imagery and data including photos of the cosmic cliffs of the Milky Way's Carina Nebula and a dying star in the Southern Ring Nebula, dude. This is the best album ever. Ooh. And <laughs> it turns the results into complex
2: soundscapes. I was so really t- hoping you would be like, "Yeah, there's a sick double bass on track two that you track have two, to get yeah.
1: into." You're gonna
2: have to.
0: The the breakdown is just.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the that solo. Yeah, when they start that guitar solo starts, bro. Yeah,
2: check out the "Fingers of Creation" track. That one's got. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that would
1: be sick. I don't know. That's really cool. How do they do that? Like, how do you think they take a picture or data? It it just says data, and they turn it into music.
0: So I think, if I remember right, uh, uh, they like when they did the sound of the black hole or whatever. Um, what they did is they took like. All right, so you know, like for instance, on Audacity, which we're using to record, every time you talk, you get like this blue line like moves or whatever. Yeah, the visualizer. Matches, yeah, yeah, the visualizer, and it matches like your way, like your frequency or whatever. So I think they can do the same thing with light, and so they'll take like an infrared image, and then like they'll get a wavelength, and then they'll just Match music to the wavelength. Mm-hmm. Like they'll get tones or whatever that match up almost exactly, and then they'll do it for the longevity of that data stream, and then that's the sound. Now I don't know if that's true. Like I don't I don't know how how like accurate my memory is. I should say, but I do remember some sort of explanation like that, where it's like a weird. Uh, translation of the infrared wavelength yeah, or something yeah, like
1: that. Exactly, that's what it's saying here. It's also saying that um, it's using the colors in the image. So they map out certain colors to different pitches and
2: frequencies. Oh. don't oh, no, man. It This all sounds very uh, harebrained in a certain level. Like I heard about this story on a local radio, like a national public radio broadcast on my way to work one day. They were just like, "We're going to show you what a black hole sounds like," and then they just play dark ambient for thirty seconds, right? And uh, what is that? How did, how how does that even translate? I would be curious yeah. to see the process, but for now, I'll, I'll blindly believe them as I have no proof to the contrary that they're just making this up.
0: Well, that's the thing, Harper. Is they are just making it up. <laughs> I mean, it's not a secret, and they'll tell you themselves. There's there's no sound in space. And so, um, I mean, people will die on the hill telling us all that we're idiots and we know nothing. But I will die on the hill that we only know how things work in soul. In the solar system, soul. Our solar system. That's the name of it. Um, we don't know how anything else works outside of this solar system. We have... Pretty good ideas based on what we see in our own solar system. And and when we extrapolate that to, you know, like Alpha Centauri or whatever, we things kind of make sense, but then there are other things that don't make sense. And so our laws of physics, no matter how sound people want to fucking say they are or whatever, they only apply to us on Earth. We have no fucking clue at all what's going to happen when someday a um, human steps foot on Mars or Alpha Centauri or whatever you want to fucking call it. The second we leave this planet and go to another planet, things could be fucking so different yeah, absolutely. in so many different ways. And especially when we take that concept and move to another solar system, you have no, you cannot tell me you know what's going to happen. You don't. We've never been there. All we have are telescopes, like the James Webb telescope, that can see them, or the Hubble telescope before that, that can see images of that, you know? But that's it. That's all we have. And so, um, like, yeah, I will die on that hill that we know nothing. Yeah, We absolutely. are very egocentric as a as a race, as a species. Um. We extrapolate everything that is done to us on our planet to the rest of the galaxy and that's not right you know like
1: well it's all we it's all we got it's the only way that we can make sense of anything but there will be a day when we when the rest of the earth catches up with us you know or rather rather we catch up with them
2: if we didn't have the ability to filter information through the lens of personal experience, we would probably just be sucking our thumbs all day. <laughs>
0: yeah, but and I understand I understand that and the importance of that, but I'm just saying it it's also very important to remember how egocentric the thought of extrapolating how things work on our planet onto the rest of the galaxy is is like kind of pigeonholing how we look at things. At the moment that
1: you start saying, if you say that you know everything, that's the moment that you prove that you
2: don't know anything. Yeah, I'm waiting for that first ammonia-based life form. Once I see it, then right. I'll be like, oh, or, yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah, methane, methane,
1: sulfur-like creature that doesn't even care about oxygen. It's just a byproduct
2: at the an atomic horror. level. <laughs> that is, that would be crazy. Yeah, I can imagine what they look like.
0: It could be like. It could be things we can't even imagine. That's the thing that always gets sentient, crystallized like dust, and that's something you can imagine. But like, I'm talking about something we have never seen. There's no way to. We can't even think of because we can only think of the things that we've seen, you know. And then we extrapolate. Well, we're carbon based, you know, so we should. Look for other carbon-based life forms, and and you know you never you have no clue what it could be. It could be I can't even d- describe what it could be because all I can do is put what we've seen out there. Like I want to say like it could be like a fucking amorphous blob, but that's fucking already something we've thought of. It could be a f- an energy life be like uh, life form, but that's something we've already thought of. Like. Yeah, we don't have like, all of we don't know the ways of the how how
1: everything else works out there. So we, there's no way we could wrap our head around it. We can only use yeah. our environmental relevance and stuff. I mean,
2: abstract like concepts like non-Euclidean geometry do exist, but it's literally just to give a given name to things that appear as though they don't make sense, like a room that is both near and far at the same time. You you can only comprehend three dimensions, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. We
1: are limited in that way. But I like hope to be enlightened. Continuing on that uh topic about like space exploration and stuff, is also planning on building a three hundred and thirty million dollar spacecraft and sending it to crash into an asteroid for at like for a study, essentially like
0: kamikazeing into an asteroid. Yeah. Aren't they trying to do that to see if they can like move it and, right. and even just like the tiniest like impact its velocity exactly. in the
2: tiniest little way boy i sure hope this doesn't go terribly wrong oh man <laughs> i can only imagine it sounds like meddling with things beyond our ability to comprehend the consequences of but i uh, can't really stop them
1: no no <laughs> we're not they didn't ask us for permission that's for sure
0: well we can track these things that are around our planet you know like we have radar and shit in space still works you know but it's like maybe i think radar is not the right way to say it but it's we we obviously don't know everything that is in our solar system but uh near earth objects we have a pretty fucking good track of especially in comparison to like 50 years ago so i think the thought is when we inevitably find the asteroid that's going to impact us even changing its velocity or trajectory the slightest fraction could literally make it pass by us and that's we, we did actually they, get they, hit the opposite oh in what?
1: 2013 uh, i don't know if you remember but we got uh, an asteroid that they think was like kind of big it, it, oh right here 20 meters in diameter it, it and it uh exploded in the atmosphere above a uh, russian city
2: Oh, I remember and it, that uh,
1: now. It injured like 1500 people it says.
2: 1500 people. When did that yeah. happen? Yeah, well, I know 2013 but I didn't hear anything about the fucking people getting hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it exploded over a city. You could see it in the video and uh, I think if I remember right the injuries were like all fucking like blast injuries yeah. or people getting hit with glass and stuff like that. And it's it, crazy.
1: It says if it if it entered the atmosphere 20 kilometers further north that it would have like decimated that whole city. Ooh. Wow. And 20 meters for an asteroid is not, a, or I mean, 20 uh, kilometers is not a lot of distance for an asteroid.
2: No. It's
0: probably like a fraction of a degree.
2: That is insane. You know? I'd never heard that. Well, I, I heard of the asteroid, just not the people getting hurt. I had no idea that happened.
1: I And then I also heard something recently. I don't have it pulled up, but like, didn't we have a scare about a bigger asteroid coming close to our uh, orbit or something?
0: oh dude there's one like every yeah, year yeah I guess so <laughs> these fucking fear mongers are always saying some shit like an asteroid's going to take us out by same thing with like people it's the same thing with people who are like uh, always talking about how um. what's it called uh, it's like the same concept as people who are always fear mongering about nukes bro like yeah this this is all a real possibility but we don't need to fucking like be dominated by it yeah (laughs) but uh i do want to say um just a i think it's also important to note kind of like what you were saying harper um while we are testing this thing to potentially save us in the future there is nothing that um there's nothing to say that the inverse can't happen so like for instance they test this this spacecraft out to, to hit this asteroid. And then in like a hundred or 200 years or some shit, that shit comes back around and it's now at a different angle. And like over the vastness of space, I mean, even on earth, if you change your angle in a plane, even by a fraction of a degree and you fly over the ocean, you're going to end up in a completely different spot. Oh, absolutely not in space. It's even more so like it could be like the, tiniest fraction of a fraction of a degree. Oh, in the- yeah, there's no friction. There's nothing to stop it.
2: Exactly. Or, what's worse, the rocket could fly far past its projected landing point and go off into some distant nebula where it encounters Zebarth of the boundless aeons and he returns to us to rule us for <laughs> another 10,000 years of darkness. Flinging shit. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> flinging shit. You flinging shit out in my realm? I know you ain't flinging
0: shit. I don't, know. They, <laughs> I but know. there's no
1: there's no way to to test and do the study about what they're trying to st- get the data for about hi- diverting an asteroid with something. There's nobody's ever done it before, obviously. So like that's yeah. the whole argument behind the
2: study, I think scientists see you armageddon one time and cook this shit up yeah, i swear yeah they saw it, look don't look up and they're like "Yup, we're fucking building <laughs> we, a spaceship we got something about this
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're so right
2: dicabrio is
1: so
0: right just get him Fire up there. get that get that crew up there and get him did you get see him mining holes so we can put nukes in it did you see that you know, movie to blow the asteroid apart which one don't look up no, but I heard all about it, I wanna... and I've seen the very ending when be- the their version of Bezos tries to take off, and then he's crushed by yeah, the asteroid. Yeah. Did you see the the
1: Marine dude, the Army guy that like kamikazed in the plane or whatever? No. He was like, "I. That's who I would want to be. If we're gonna get hit by a freaking asteroid, send me straight at it with the nuke."
2: You know what was the most yeah, ridiculous fuck fucking movie I've ever seen? I think this came out. Maybe, what was it, two or three years ago? What was it called? Moonfall? Did you guys hear about that one? The whole, like, supposition was that the moon's gravitational orbit around Earth had eroded to such a degree that the moon was about to crash into Earth. And, like... Yeah, it starts out as, like, an interstellar-type joint where they're actually using, like... uh, Like, mathematical things and, like phrases that scientists would say i mean i don't know if they were using them correctly but they sure use them and uh the the whole plot is that there's like this conspiracy theorist who's just like the moon is a structure. we have to we have to see what's inside and there's like nasa scientists who are like that's fucking stupid shut the hell up you know like uh <laughs> and then the world starts flooding and like the water starts falling up because the gravity is so fucked up obviously yeah and they get but to the moon. <laughs> they get to the moon, and it it, it is actually a superstructure built by <laughs> other humans who are pursued by an AI they created. It was like, a, it was like a Shyamalan twist. If Shyamalan like had ten concussions before he wrote a movie. Yeah, he's the guy's Dude, up there. Like, we've been waiting for you yeah exactly it was that it was that like it was fucking to get into a a room inside the moon it's just like you're on the humans yes follow me he's projecting his like (laughs) his his long lost daughter or something like that just like you were before and you will be after we must preserve you (laughs) like the fucking independence day type joint about fucking ai what the fuck
0: dude do you remember that movie i wish i remembered the name of it but i kind of vaguely remember the plot uh, it starts off as like a guy, um, I think he's like sneaking onto like a military facility and he's like videotaping it, kind of like a found footage kind of thing. And he like goes down into like this bunker or this attic thing and uh, like something happens and they start running out. And if I remember right, they like go unconscious and they wake up and they're like in a new place. It looks exactly like Earth. Um, but the people there are very weird, like uh like not there. you know what I mean? Yeah. and um I think the dude ends up getting like a robotic arm or something and then like he is trying to escape this facility he's clearly in, but he doesn't know he's been abducted and he like gets all the way to the end of this road and he like realizes like, holy shit, this is like a wall. And so he like punches it with his robotic arm or whatever it is. (laughs) And then it like shatters. And then he's like standing in a big ass alien ship staring out a fucking huge window. And he's like in a nebula or some shit like that, that what you were just talking about moonfall kind of having that kind of ending kind of reminds me of that.
2: Yeah, You got to find that movie. I'll watch that.
0: I forget what it's called. It was... Uh, I feel like we went to the movies and saw no, it. No, Like, it was around that time.
2: Oh, fuck. Because I sort of feel like I do remember something like this. Oh, it's escaping me. But, yeah, if I can watch Moonfall, I can watch anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I love those kinds of shitty sci-fi
2: type things. But I had a piece of news that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Hmm. Okay. Uh So... There's a growing debate about how useful coins actually are, right? Like, you you don't necessarily carry cash all the time. Uh, Although, you know, people in positions to receive gratitude might have physical money. They might be depositing it as soon as they get it or something like that. Uh, This is kind of reminiscent of the penny debate from Yore, you know, where they were just like, do we need the penny? Yeah, what is a penny? Can we just round that up? Uh, But... The uh, local news has a story out about the Mint releasing a special issue series of quarters that's going to test how important coins are going forward. Uh, but they're going about it in a very interesting way because all they've really done is turned the face of George Washington on the quarter the other way. <gasps> so now instead of facing left, they face it's right. Hmm is somebody's job
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the treasury it sounds like that's <laughs> the mint they're just uh-huh. like i have an idea they're gonna say they put a... microchips in it or something i like.
2: thought that was the same thing like a special serial number or something like how often the coin would be used but no they literally no. just just like right click mirror imaged george's face on the coin and we're like this will <laughs> definitely provide some useful data because, like, what are they going to do once they notice that George Washington's face is turned to the right? Are they just going to, like, call them in and be like, oh, I think there's a mistake with my quarter. This is a counterfeit. <laughs> yeah, the people at the store are like, what I'm not the taking fuck that is shit. this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, do. I I just don't, I mean, I under, I guess I understand what they're trying to do, but. nobody he would notice that. Like, can't they do the same thing with the coins that are already in circulation? They should
2: do it with the fucking dollar. Just without telling anybody this time. Just like flip the face the other way and see what happens. People are just like... They
0: gotta tell people or else clerks are gonna be calling the cops on every fucking guy <laughs> trying to spend a dollar.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they definitely notice. So I say this at uh, a successful experiment. And how is that? There's gotta be some way to, as a, like to have a control group, right?
1: Because these people, ha- like, they have a set amount of these certain coins and they go spend them... And then how do they, where does the rest of the data come from?
2: I wish I could tell you. Like, how
1: do they, they have to, like, go through all of the coins, like, from, like, a car, like, every month. Yep, there's three in here. So that means somebody's spent it.
2: (laughs) It sounds like a, like a clandestine plot. To use some sort of strange symbolism to alter the world in some unforeseen way—it's like one of those numerology tricks where they're just like, turn the quarter to the right, and then see the sky turn black.
0: You know, I just had an epiphany, bro. Huh. This is gonna be like the Mandela effect all over. Not again. the Mandela. Yeah, they just <laughs>
2: pretend that it was never facing left. Oh man.
0: I, yeah, just like Tony the Tiger's nose was always black. It
2: most certainly <laughs> was.
0: Uh, George Washington was always facing left
2: Yeah uh, Well, just for posterity I'd like to say to future generations Don't believe Those uh, those Corpos and those men in black Who tell you that the, corp- the quarter used to face left It always faced right don't, don't believe the
1: studies in... <laughs> Don't look at any of the numbers
2: Don't look at the numbers Don't look at the news The quarter faces right just like the sky is blue and water's wet. Now eat your, f- <laughs> eat yeah. your fucking soy food. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in the eat pod.
0: Soy food. I want to go back to Universe A. All right. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's destroy the LHC. That's how we free ourselves.
2: Yeah, I, I would, I would love to sit here, believe me, and talk at length <laughs> about how I actually believe the Large Hadron Collider is responsible for some of the misery we've experienced over the last what 12, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I since, would love to put it uh, on since 20. GamerGate. Yeah, to, Gamergate. <laughs> the Large Hadron Collider is definitely responsible for GamerGate, <laughs> responsible for uh, populist uprisings in yep. the right wing across the world. <laughs> Anything that yeah, you could definitely. possibly point out as like a, a pivot moment for the century. I promise you, you can trace that back to the Large Hadron Collider. Paper trail. I have, I have research and documents. I have written a paper that I am repeatedly receiving back with criticism and scorn from accredited professors. But I think they're in on it, so I won't share the details here. We can just move forward and say that it's the Berenstein Bears. You know what I mean?
0: What? Yeah. It is. And I mean, The tiger's nose was always black.
2: <laughs> there was a cornucopia in the fruit of the loom logo. They they don't want you to know that. Yeah, they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know that there was a.
0: They just want to kick. They just want to kick you out and take your jacket.
2: The you know how the Mandela effect got its name? No, uh, because oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, there was a really strange occurrence, I think, that started in the 2000s or in the 90s. Or something but the term wasn't coined until 2008 which is coincidentally when the large hadron collider was first turned on uh where there was a belief that nelson mandela died in prison instead of when he actually died during somewhere during the obama presidency i can't remember yeah he died during obama's terms yeah it was obama's fault but what i'm trying to get at <laughs> is that they named it the mandela effect because there were so many people that were convinced Mandela died in prison. They weren't just like, oh, well, I must have been mistaken. They were literally like, no, I remember reading that Nelson Mandela was dead in prison.
1: But, yep. yeah. First clickbait.
2: <laughs> Mandela dead in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Gone page sexual. F- page five. Under page the five. <laughs> no, Marmaduke, No.
0: You know, it's something I discovered recently oh. that kind of Mandela ish, but it's kind of more dystopian to me. So in like, I think it was in 1946, the Dwight D. Eisenhower and all his general staff presented to Harry S. Truman, the president at the time, a plan to preemptively nuke Moscow to glass um, as a way to prevent and, and what they saw as an inevitable conflict that would embroil the world and like dish like end it all you know this was before the Soviets had atomic weapons and stuff um and recently I've read about this a lot I should say over the years um because it's uh, these kinds of things are very interesting to me kind of like the um plan that MacArthur had to nuke the border of China and North Korea to stop Chinese reinforcements, um, but it was stopped because, and that obviously didn't happen. These kinds of like mad decisions, I'm kind of super interested in because it gives me a lot of th- hope that we won't end a nuclear hellfire because people who make the decisions or who actually push the buttons uh, won't do it right. kind of thing. Um, anyway, so I recently discovered that they're calling that plan to nuke Moscow to oblivion. Um, they're calling it now a disinformation campaign, which is the first I've ever heard of that in all the years I've fucking read about this shit. Um, and I just discovered that last night when I was googling it again to fresh to like refresh on the the points of it
2: and like you know all the little. Technicalities and shit. If you don't mind me asking, um, what what kind of disinformation campaign was it labeled as like a Russian disinformation campaign, or
0: it was labeled as a U.S. disinformation campaign uh, to, I guess, cause fear for Russia or something like that. Um, but that's bullshit because that's the first I've ever ever heard of that. Like I don't believe that for a minute. That's like some weird dystopian changing of information shit. It's a little Stalinistic, and,
2: yeah. Oh no, trust and, uh, me, we, yeah, yeah, we The US would never do that
0: But we already have done it We literally <laughs> nuked two cities Huh? Like Talking about right mm? No, that's a Russian disinformation campaign
2: If you want your monthly allocation of funds I suggest you turn the topic on something more congenial
0: <laughs> You don't get paid anyways Yeah them. <laughs> Sponsors hit us up Hey, love to have yeah, you. ever since that ever since that lhc conversation we're, we're never getting sponsored if
2: the city of cleveland would like to reach out and make a large monetary donation to binkerton we will consider editing the episode where we told the truth about your city
0: yeah we'll go back and we'll record over it and we'll say all kinds of glowing glowing things. praise <laughs> but i need just a little bit more than just money i need all of you to admit that you fucked up with Baker Mayfield. Uh,
2: on a different topic, a uh, Skyline <laughs> Chili. We will also be happy to rescind our remarks concerning your slop <laughs> if you send us a big check.
0: Yo, if Mom Spaghetti
2: wants to sponsor us, I'm down anytime. So, Who would you? <laughs> can't, hold on. I gotta recon- <laughs> recollect myself here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you know the Detroit, uh, the city of Detroit. I
2: love you. We all love you. Let's go Lions! I anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, woo, woo. you guys are gonna get like three wins this year, dude. Let's do it.
2: That is three more wins than Jacksonville will have. I know you are stoked. I'm <laughs> merch. <laughs> yeah, we love sports here, right?
0: You know what they call ja- you know what they call Jacksonville. They call it Clown Town, because when when they play, if I remember right, when they play the Colts, it's like a weird rivalry they have or something. All the fans dress up as clowns. They call
2: Jacksonville that because other
0: people from another state come as clowns? Yeah. That's so So fucking funny. (laughs) People from Indianapolis call them Clown Town.
2: (laughs) Nice. You know how it is in Indianapolis, too. If your meme starts there, it's sticking. Get a nickname in Minneapolis. You might as well just change your name. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with these fucking quarters, but it, it frightens me.
1: If I see if I see a quarter like that, I'm just throwing it into the desert,
2: dude. No, I'm not even. Gonna. <laughs> they won't get this one yeah, back. That. <laughs> That's
0: funny. I wish you could still buy precious metals, dude. Like not buy, but like receive them as pay or whatever i mean i know in in canada you can go and you can exchange their version of corner quarters and you can get them as like silver but you have to go in and do it and then uh um like we don't have any fucking system like that set up at all I mean, you literally and pay I,
2: for it at this point
0: yeah exactly but you're always going to be
2: paying more than
0: what it's truly worth you know oh yeah so, it is what it know. is.
2: I mean, like my uh, my family is very big on purchasing metals as a form of investment. I've never seen the point of it personally, but that's not stopped them from telling me about it until they're blue in the face that I should invest in a physical property. Um, heads up, investing stupid. If you invest, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> but like uh, they they talk about buying silver because it's a commodity that you can easily find and purchase. But on that same end, you can still purchase Uranium-38 on Amazon, right? Like Uranium-280 or whatever it's called, the the enrichable stuff, on Amazon.
0: Yeah. Doesn't that bother you? you? But you can't buy the radioactive isotope too. Yes, you Uh, can. No, you can't get the isotopes needed to turn it into a nuclear bomb. But he's a
2: trusted seller.
0: That's fine. Don't worry. You can have the uranium, but you also need plutonium. You need... Tritium. You need all kinds of different things to make that into <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we should change the topic thing. here before we get into everybody's right? say, Yeah. Well first. No, you these, need are to cook things, the these are all things. None of this is hidden information. All of this you can fucking find on the internet. It's not illegal to know. There's nothing scary about it. It's I think it's more empowering to know. Uh because it gives me a lot of comfort with things like Russia and the, what's going on in the world right now. Because uh Tritium is a very expensive resource. That's what we use in our nukes right now. Our current day most powerful nukes. That's what Russia uh, uses in theirs. Um, And it has like an incredibly short half-life. And when it hits that half-life, the yield of the bomb goes down dramatically. Um, And if things like sanctions are working like we hope they are, they don't have access to Tritium the way that we do through all of our all all of our connections because we don't have sanctions from the Western world anyway. Um, but it's incredibly expensive to keep that shit, um, you know, to keep that shit maintained and at full potency. And there's already pr- the proofs in the pudding that the corruption is rife in that country. Uh, and like I for one believe wholeheartedly if they ever tried to fucking launch a nuke it would fail and fall over moscow and they would nuke their fucking selves because they're incompetent they do not have as many resources as many people like to say they got plenty of oil they really do but uh what else where's their precious metals they don't have any um so that kind of i find that kind of information empowering it helps give a little bit more hope uh, m- really counters in my mind the fear mongers. Um, like I don't know, none of that is illegal information. None of that is taboo. Well, I guess it's kind of taboo. People don't want to hear about that kind of shit. But it's not like the government's gonna come and find us. It just and, reminds like, me of those polar episode. of
2: those videos where like you're watching, I don't know, it's something stupid like a what appears to be a meme video, and then it very suddenly turns into how to cook meth instructions. <laughs> yeah yeah I love those those are great He <laughs> was watching Jay Shlight or something like that he's watching memes or something he's like you guys like this it's like a shitty video or something he's just like like scoffing at the chat for sending this to him and then it turns into the how to cook math instructions. he's just like alright I see why you said this alright <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you guys have uh we're coming toward the end now this actually went by pretty quick. Uh do you guys have anything you want to say or for the last couple minutes?
2: Uh yeah, um this this is a quick shout out to Blizzard Entertainment. Blizzard Entertainment. <laughs> um I am experiencing higher than normal queue times on the server I play on. And this is a very common complaint I'm sure you're aware of. But I'm also aware of the fact that it it would not behoove you to improve these server queue times as you've just condensed multiple low population servers. I wanted to know why you hate your consumer base and when you stopped beating your wife.
0: Yeah, why do you <laughs> have to like sexually harass every employee possible?
2: Yeah, is that lawsuit taken care of yet, by the way? Has the state of California reached a verdict against Blizzard Entertainment for that? I don't know, honestly.
0: I, I am so like, I'm so disgusted with the even thinking of the situation because World of Warcraft and Blizzard games in general have been so ingrained in my life. Yeah, uh, and it's just fucking makes my skin crawl to think like back when we were in the heyday of World of Warcraft, this shit was happening in the back in the background. Yeah,
2: that said, I have also just purchased the Epic Edition for Wrath that included a character <laughs> boost, so you should take me very seriously.
1: <laughs> yes they they totally know who you are
2: I you should know, hope listen so to this. I have taken when you, a picture when
0: you listen to this you know Blizzard what's the guy who who
2: leads it now uh, oh everyone constantly wishes death on him what's his name <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kodic Bobby Kodic.
0: Yeah, Bobby. When you listen to this, Bobby. Hey, hey Babo. Hey, hey, Bobby. Fuck you for shitting on our childhood.
2: Yeah. Please uh, find the nearest hell and burn it, you fucking corpo garbage piece of feeling safe shit.
0: Yeah. Anyways, on that note, Nico, do you have anything positive to say?
1: Um, I just hope uh, everybody has a happy and safe um, Labor Day because it's uh, not only is it Labor Day, but it's Brett's birthday tomorrow. Hey. Oh, wow. It's true. We're gonna grill it up and swim,
2: move. It. Oh, the dog the is evening, saying Sarge happy is, birthday. so excited. <laughs> He's so excited. Thank you, Sarge. Okay, calm down. Hell yeah. just fine. Would be, the
1: big, <laughs> be safe the everybody.
0: big 2-8. That's crazy. Big the
1: day for the laborers. The
0: yeah. Drive safe, guys. Make sure you guys, you know, get home safe. You do not have to drink and drive. An Uber is gonna be cheaper than a fucking DUI, I promise. That. I know somebody who got one DUI and it cost them sixty thousand dollars. And uh for it to convert that into do uh...
2: <laughs> You have the rupee yeah, conversion yep. on that?
0: <laughs> uh, oh don't
1: don't got it on hand.
0: Dang. Well I'm a little upset. I do want to say uh, we have a new listener in the UK, so
2: what up? Uh, Cheers to you, my friend. Hopefully it's uh, a little cooler over across the pond now. I know you guys had a a record-breaking summer from the the Sun video of that ice cream bar melting in a a total of 20 minutes.
1: I I was over there not too long ago, actually.
2: Hot. Really? Hot in London. Not a good sign. No, sorry. Should be getting better, though. I think that's actually part of some tabloid apocalypse. Like, look for these signs for the end of the world type deals. Like, over 90 degrees in the UK Fahrenheit.
0: (laughs) No rain for
2: a week (laughs) straight. The sun is out in the UK. (laughs) All right,
0: guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a good week. Again, stay safe. And we'll see you next time. We
2: love yes. you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.